1: Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. burrow.com slash ACAST. This podcast is a Royfield brown production. Find others on iTunes.
2: All right, Yeah, I know. Dump the dump, the dum the dum, dum dump, the dump, dum dump, dum. dum
3: this is Dumbly Dump, the show about the reality docudrama drama that is centered at Ambridge in the heart of the Midlands. I'm the bottle of upmarket gin that is Roy Phil Brown, and with me I have the bottle of Mother's Ruin that is Harriet Carmichael. And the last part of Toby's Plonk, folks, is you. Now this week's Dumbly Dumb comes from Mia Fox and the Newcastle Meetup Posse up there in Land. And wasn't that lovely, Harriet?
4: Oh, that was incredible. It was. <laughs> I- no, They're as beautiful, almost as beautiful as the um you know, the children's choir oh, from the Middle East.
3: From was it Doha, wasn't it?
4: Doha, yeah. Yeah. That was stunning.
3: That yeah. was. But,
4: but that was brilliant too.
3: Mm. There's nothing yeah. like Geordie's singing in a bar, is there?
4: Um No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Fine. Right.
4: Because I'm often with Geordie singing in a bar. Yeah. Harriet. <clears throat> yeah.
3: If someone would like to send in a dumpty dum,
4: how can they do that? Well, if you'd like to sing us a dumpty dum, leave us a plot prediction or help Lillian pick the ugliest PA for Justin, then call us on 0203 031 3105 or leave us a message on SpeakPipe. Thanks to Cosmo for his podcast roundups and doing the dumpty dogs, Shed Code for sponsoring us and to Derek for the loan of the back bedroom.
3: On this week's episode, we have calls from Auntie Jean, who has a report from the Festival of Ideas, which had a Women of the Archers event in the Bristol Talk thingy, me mm. thing. Mm. All right? Oh, have you seen the picture of her with old, um, with old um, Jill Archer?
5: Is was she
4: actually with Jill Archer? Yeah. Because I didn't know if they were talking about Jill Archer or if she was actually there. No. Oh, Jill... that's Patricia Green. That's Jill.
3: Paddy's is Jill, the actress who oh, plays Jill. Oh, is she called Paddy? Yeah.
5: Oh, right. And there's it... a
3: lovely picture of her oh, and Louise Lombard on, on the Twitters. Oh,
4: okay, I, So, I look whilst, it
3: whilst it I rattle through, who else has yeah. called up? Why don't you go onto Twitter?
4: Yeah, I'm doing do that Do the now.
3: stuff that you should have done before. Oh, well, right, Like, gosh. research. <laughs> oh, for God's
4: right, sake. How many then... hours in a day is that <laughs> all there?
5: Honestly. Well, whilst
3: you're looking on Twitter, I'll say, Yeah. Robert Wilson who takes the economics of Scruff Gin to pieces, Lord Louise, who sees the evil in Justin's pig plans, and Louise Lombard, who takes me to task and ponders on the interior stylings of Ambridge's residence. But first, before all that, whilst I can da, see Harriet da, da, da. all over the Twitters trying to find a picture of Auntie Jean, <laughs> oh it's Harriet's anything. week in Ambridge.
4: Da, 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 da. Oh,
3: <laughs> Oh.
6: Is that... Is it? Is, she, is that her
3: friend? Yeah. Is that
5: is that Jill Archer?
3: Don't you look quite old?
5: Oh my goodness!
3: Like it, it's she's like
5: ninety-five. Like,
3: yeah, well, she's, she's is that
5: honestly her?
3: That's her. Wow, are they mates? No, they just went to the talk, and she was there, and she said, "Can I have a picture taken with you?" Because she was at the talk with uh Terry the
5: old the old lady who's drinking a in cup the of middle. Tea.
3: No, oh. you're not looking at the right one. Oh,
5: because she does look. Good.
3: Okay, she's ninety-five. All
5: right. Well, well no uh, I've got Okay, you a I'm gonna
3: send you <laughs> a link.
5: How are you Elizabeth? I've been saying you for ages. You missed the cricket. Yeah, I've been so busy running a massive house and stuff, but I hear your lot did brilliantly. Yeah and Lily? Yeah, I heard. You should join the women's cricket team, Susan. Nah, not me. It's tedious. Everyone talking about cricket all the time, instead of things that really matter. I know what you mean. If it's not David's IBR shenanigans, it's the cricket... I sort of long for Rob to come back to the village, don't you? Elizabeth. Oh hi, Lily. Mum, when is that really annoying woman going to leave our house? She's your cousin, remember? Oh yeah, you peep stopping at yours now, ain't she? And God knows when she's going to leave. She's so annoying. I mean, she acts like she's about forty five. When really she's like twenty or whatever, and all she does is just hang around with us droning on about farming methods or mechanical implements or motor- about that total dick she went out with? Lily. Honestly, I wish they'd just move back in together or better still go and find themselves in India or whatever. I mean, she's such a whiner. Ah, must run in the family. Oh, look, is that R. 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 Why won't anyone call me by my real name? It's so embarrassing. Ah, well, congratulations on the cricket. Thanks. But I do go to a really good school, you know. Mum, about Pip. Please get rid of her. She could have my bedroom. I hate living on that stupid farm with loads of old people. Sonia the fruit picker has invited me home with her after the summer. So I'll probably be in Romania anyway. Full toss. As they say in cricket.
3: Oh, I really enjoyed that this week. So much better than Lucy's.
4: <laughs> Thanks, uh, Royfield. I, uh, actually, did you notice it wasn't a roundup? Well, but it's my take on it. My, it was my take on what had happened. Yeah. In the last couple of episodes. So. And obviously, you haven't even listened to it, so you can't come back.
3: I did listen to it. E- <laughs> what are you talking right. about? Full toss.
4: Oh, thanks you did of course I listened I was, to like it. I was massively scraping the barrel for an ending because I just couldn't think about to end it so I looked up cricket terms and thought that was quite funny well you've you know. got a whole
3: plethora you know in cricket you know, the, there's a googly
4: yeah I didn't mention the googly I thought that was too obvious no nah,
3: it is a bit bit obvious but really. it's because
4: it's very funny but it's too um
3: mm, yeah d- too on the how long does it take you to come up with an episode of Sandbridge
4: Shambridge 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 <laughs> <Thomas>. Well uh, <laughs> This time I felt It wasn't easy?
7: because is you're, you're,
3: you're, you're a bit Mean Okay I've got A slight Speech impediment No <laughs> one's Mentioned say... it In 170 Episodes But you had To go there
4: <laughs> Can you just happen? Answer the
3: question And don't be mean um,
4: Well I did it Especially for you Because um, I thought I should have I should contribute Something To the mm. podcast And And actually It didn't take long It it took this usually it takes two or three hours from door to door but this took about an hour and a half do you I was, think i was pressed for time
3: do you think the quality <laughs> of that um is made apparent Shows. you know quick
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah could you tell could you tell that the ending kind of didn't didn't have an ending
3: <laughs> no no I quick
4: google google cricket terms that'll do
3: stop time. i actually thought the ending then then it was pretty good. Now actually goes go. Yeah, go yeah. Alright, tell it tell Sorry. us how you construct these these accents, uh, these voices.
8: Oh
4: the voices?
3: Yeah, because you actually did a, a boy type person this week as well, didn't you?
4: Well that's because I often have to do boys and so the bo- the boys come easily. And I thought um <laughs> I forgot that Riri, Rari Rari I thought I forgot he was Irish. But I, I couldn't have really made... He would have sounded like a woman if I'd done a kind of <laughs> Irish boy. So I, I can only do boys if they like talk like that. And um, so I just thought, I thought it was really... Because obviously they must be bringing Rory into the show eventually. Otherwise, why would they have made a big deal about him mm. at the cricket? Or maybe it was just fun to do that. But I just thought I can't miss that opportunity. And so I did him and I just really think um Lily is really irritating. Oh but she's so,
3: irritatingly she's, fantastic.
4: I- yeah, she is actually yeah, she is. I, I yeah, she is. I mean she's not irritating in the way that Pip's irritating. And I um and it must be s so, I mean, it must be genuinely annoying having Pip living with you, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought Elizabeth must be like, Oh for God's sake. Um so, so the yeah, original just, question just,
3: was: How do you construct? Okay, right, but how do you construct yeah. them? So, tell tell me how you go. Right, um, this well, is a lily.
5: Well,
4: um, well, I knew she. I well, I listened to them, so oh, she that's, was. That's a start. Yeah, that's a good start, isn't it? I mean, I knew she was like just really posh, but actually, uh, I mean, I can't, I can't really, I can't think, can't really think of her voice unless I listen to it. I mean if she, if it's just like a posh person then it's kind of easy and um Elizabeth I just um think of um Ali who plays her um and and then I I just and I have to say Dave Lily Lily and she quite often <laughs> she quite often kind of you know does that on back of the you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. uh so anyway but I just listen to them and Su- Susan and I just have Neo, Christopher,
5: that gets
4: me. Oh, claret. that just kind of gets me into that. But I, I always listen to the voices because otherwise, you think that you're doing the voice, but but it's not quite the right voice. Hmm. I think you you know if you listen, I just listen to. Uh, so actually, that's why um that's why I did Lily because she'd been on the night before, and Susan was in it. And uh, Susan's just a kind of fail safe because she. I just love doing Susan, and then.
5: Elizabeth, I, I
4: kind of, I just really like doing her because I think my voice can is quite similar to
5: hers Me when too. I'm doing husky,
4: yeah, mm. and I love her voice. So, I'm,
3: but you know, I was kind of surprised it wasn't a Linda Snell in there because she's a bit of a, you know.
4: Um, but I do have to, I really have to listen to Linda. So actually, uh,
3: I'm now I would get, have thought. Not that I know anything about anything, <laughs> let alone how, how you do voices and impersonations, but I would have thought that Linda was, was easy because she's so distinctive.
4: And she's really caricatory, but the yeah. trouble is, um, I can't even, because I haven't heard a phrase so, Rob, Robert, Robert, I okay, can see I can't necessarily get into her without hearing, so she, Uh Robert and I, I, mean, I mean, I do the kind of, nasal thing caroline <laughs> the way to get into her is to do but actually if i'm if i can't if i don't listen to her then it just all it, hang on she has got a bit of a cold so it, caroline it's all sounding a bit like that It just i can't um it'll either be just all cover out with that thing or it'll just be um yeah i don't I, it's caricatory but actually her voice i think is quite hard to mimic because it's. It's easy to do the Robert and the Caroline, but to do the actual words is quite hard. You know, when they're speaking properly, I have to really tune into her her voice. It doesn't that that doesn't come as naturally as so, Susan or uh, Harry.
3: Right, so who is the hardest? Who have you gone? You know what? Oh, m- I can't do Jill. Can
4: you know I not? Can't. Lucy does a brilliant Jill. I can't do... I, I've tried to do her and I um, I know that some people think I have done her in the past, but I have never done her. I think I think when I was doing um, uh, Auntie Cardboard, uh, I think some people thought I was Jill, but it wasn't. <laughs> I, I just... I can't do her. But I think maybe because she is too old for me as well. I And I can't do Peggy. I can't do the oldies. Mm. And I can't do Pat because... I they, they, like pat and helen people like that they don't have enough distinction in their voice i don't think but for me to i can't hear what they are or where they came from or you know so that's just too hard mm. but um but you know like uh i was gonna, I was gonna do julie like that no for <laughs> julina yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, kenton it's just like you know it's just
5: kind of uh Oh, what can I get you? Oh, yeah, it's just kind oh, no, of West Country Barmaid really, isn't it? And yeah. I like the little shoulder uh, shimmy you're doing. That's
3: kind of an
4: easy one. How <laughs> oh, can you see me? Yeah. Oh I forgot you can see me. I just undid my flies. Oh my god, I forgot it's, I'm on the camera. Cameras from,
3: from the waist. Oh up.
4: embarrassing. I have to do that if I'm doing a voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> I have to undo my flies. You so know, I can breathe.
3: You know what we should do? Yeah. Um we should actually go listen to see what the great Dumpty Dum plethora of Caller have said about mm-hmm. the last week's Ambridge Action. Yeah. What do you reckon?
4: I think enough about me. Let's exactly. move on. <laughs> Hello, Ambridge
7: 3962.
2: Hello, Dumpty Dummers. Naked Fingers here. It's been a while, I know. Have you missed me? I've missed you. It's not Friday evening, as is my usual time for speaking at you. It's Sunday afternoon, and while my Yorkshire puddings rise in the oven and I have a glass of red wine, I thought I'd take this opportunity to catch up with you and discuss scruff gin. Um few problems with scruff gin. Uh problem number one. His only Toby, that is, Toby's only source of income from scruff gin is potentially the bull. Now let's say the bull sells two bottles of gin a day which is outrageously high. That's 20 quid, he'll probably charge him 20 quid a bottle so that's 40 quid a day for seven days a week Uh, multiply that by what, 365 if you uh, count that as how long a year is, which I do generally. Uh, Not really an income. He's not making it big Now, out of that 20 quid he has to pay the exciseman, HMRC. Um, in fact, he has to pay HMRC, Customs and Excise, as it used to be called, before he even sells it. As soon as, he, as soon as he's made this gin, he has to pay the duty on it, uh, or he has to keep it in a bonded warehouse. And he doesn't have a bonded warehouse. I don't think the caravan up at Hollotree counts as a bonded warehouse. So essentially, what I'm saying is this whole storyline is bollocks. It's been lovely speaking to you. See you next time. Bye. Yes, Robert.
3: Oh, that sounded like, that was my my impression of Linda Snell. Yes, Robert. Uh, Robert, Robert. um, Robert. naked fingers. No one knows the economics of alcohol better than you, sir. Um,
4: Now, (gasps) but I think mm, you should be a voiceover artist. He's Doesn't he have the most wonderful voice? I mean, he just sounds like a voiceover artist. Mm. So I would get him an agent if I was him. Anyway.
3: Well, you know, because he does radio. He does local radio.
4: Oh, Oh, well then, he is a voiceover artist.
3: Yeah, and I think he's got the right mic. It's a bit like you. Yeah, yeah. Big condenser mic. If you got the right mic. Scruff Gin. What do you reckon about it?
4: I hate the name. It's like, it kind of turns my stomach a bit. Because presumably it's named after Scruff. Well, the I would have thought so. Yeah, so mm. it just annoys me. Uh, it's just stupid because because of um, you know, Witherspoon said last week or whenever about it takes years to make gin,
3: mm. and he's done it in about three weeks flat. Yeah, yeah, and he's managed just, to get an outlet already.
4: I just find those brothers so boring, but um. <laughs>
3: Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, I, I, I I think that's harsh. I think Rex is fundamentally boring, right? Yeah. But, he's, but
4: actually, he's a great character. I don't know. I just, I don't. Yeah. I mean, they just don't float my boat. I, I just find them a bit. Oh, okay. Just, so, do, bit weren't, too weren't predictable, you? predictable. Okay, stop think? it. Stop it.
3: Weren't you touched by the fact that Toby ran back to Rex after he met Pip last week and said, oh, I'm going to get her back. It's um, all in the bag, blah blah
4: blah. Well, to be honest with you, TBH, I haven't been listening very hard. Holy, I been cow. so busy. Um, no, but I have. I did catch up, so I've kind of missed some bits. But right. I, yeah, okay. I find that. Let, no, I know put, that. I know Toby's on. like, oh, she wants me back. Clearly, isn't he? Because
9: mm. wasn't that the, one
4: of the last things he, so, he
9: thinks he thinks yeah.
4: it's together? Should we talk about your new yeah. kitten?
3: Or should we continue to talk oh, about the archers? Because I'm a bit I, worried about the depth oh, <laughs> of conversation we can actually I, have.
4: Honestly, don't believe anything I say because I've <laughs> I, I'm I've got a bit muddled up with it lately because I've kind of been listening and I've I've kind of had to alternate episodes, you know, like because when you do catch up, sometimes it's hard to know. All right. You know what you've caught up with, what you haven't.
10: All right,
3: Harriet. Been listening. Harriet, yeah. you know, like I've been doing this for 170 episodes now, yeah, and I'm like yeah. quite good. Yeah. Listen to this as a segue, right? So, <laughs> okay. what did you reckon, Harriet, to the, you know, the Harnock, Johnny and Kirsty when they're walking through the country park and they had a laugh over Peggy's new cat, Hilda Rogdon? <laughs> Can you see where funny. I'm going with this?
4: <laughs> you know what? It's funny you should say that, Roy, <laughs> because you'll, you'll never guess what happened tonight. The reason I was a bit late talking to you was because uh, we got a kitten what? tonight. <laughs> yeah we've got a brand new member of the family uh yeah we picked up a a kitten that mm-hmm. our neighbor had and it's really cute and it was a surprise for the kids because because the kitten's been with the neighbor for eight weeks and anyway we brought it back tonight and we we told the kids it was a surprise and so they've been so they, they knew there was a surprise coming today so they've been so excited and then when the kitten arrived we let her kind of settle in and then we brought the two eldest down to see the surprise and my eldest daughter was like oh wow it's amazing and my son was devastated (laughs) because he thought the surprise was a toy and honestly you've never looked you've never seen anyone look so disappointed he was gutted because it was a kitten so it wasn't quite as magical as we thought but it's a gorgeous kitten who is nameless
3: Ooh nameless. Mm. Now yeah. I said to you just before we went on air, right, that mm. we should let the great listeners of Dum Dum name your little mog, didn't yeah, I?
4: Yeah. Because they they named my baby, didn't they? Well, they didn't actually, but No, they didn't. <laughs> a at few all. people had a go.
3: <laughs> a few people I had, had to... a go, did they? And you ended up pregnant. <laughs> yeah, <they know. laughs> oh dear. <laughs> your mother would be so proud.
4: Not for the first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so are we
3: officially allowing Dumpty Dum listeners to name your little mog?
4: Yes, but can I... Um, can, oh, can,
3: you can't can put it, any caveats in it now.
4: Well, my daughter is only six and she's already written a list. But suggestions will be great. Shall I tell you the suggestions we've got? Go on. Already. All right. Rusty, mm-hmm. which thought was quite nice. Darth Vader,
3: not You so know nice. what,
4: Rusty, that
3: that kind of brings us back last week to the rust on the, was it the combine that Rex and uh, Josh were trying to, like, get off, you know. Do
4: you remember? Oh, no, I don't remember that episode.
3: There was some rusty old bit of farm machine that oh, Josh wanted to put on the website. Do you think it negative
4: commentations?
3: No, I'm just trying to bring this back to oh, the sorry, fact we spoke talking yeah, about yeah, the archers. Just Go talking on.
4: about myself again. Go on. Sorry. Go on. So,
3: Rusty got uh, Rusty.
4: Darth Vader. Pike.
3: Mm. Well, Darth Vader was fundamentally Rob Titchener last year. <laughs> yes. The embodiment of evil. I
4: know.
3: All right. Know. Okay. Go on. Yep. Yeah. What's the next uh, one?
4: Granny that's Tessa.
3: Granny oh, hmm. Tessa.
4: Yeah. And I don't uh, think we've
3: ever had any character called Tessa on the arches that I, I can know.
4: remember. And actually, it's quite. Oh, uh, dogs are usually called Tessa, aren't they? Sheep dogs. Tess, they usually call it. I
3: had best. a big turtle as a kid called Tessa after Tessa Sanderson. <laughs> That's so offensive. What's, what's <laughs> offensive about it? I used to have this picture oh of Tessa Sanderson. If I was
4: Tessa Sanderson, I'd be so offended.
3: Oh, shush. You just said everyone <laughs> called
4: Tessa's a dog. What's it's more true. offensive? That's true. No, it's a lovely name, Tessa. Mm. It is, isn't it? Because it's, it's old fashioned and it's pretty. P- yeah. Probably yeah,
3: Greek yeah. or something. Anyway, yeah. yeah, go on. What other names have anyway, you got?
4: Uh, the only other ones are Millie. So Millie Bell might like that. Or uh, Eliza wanted, uh, like, Rosie or something. Anyway, but please, yeah, please do... Um, I'll, I'll post a picture of the, of the kitten. Because actually, she's really cute. She's got a little chocolate smudge on her nose. But um, I said smudge and everyone said that. I mean, that sounds like what you'd call a pet in the arches, doesn't it? Smudge. Bit, I...
3: I love the whole meta Hilda Oh,
4: that's thing. brilliant. But, but you had a brilliant discussion about it last week. That Ogden thing,
7: didn't you? Yeah,
3: which reminds me. Now, a couple of people tweeted, emailed in and said I was wrong. And it wasn't Ogden that had a cat. Oh. It was Minnie Caldwell. And one of those people was, was you, Mr. Cosmo. And then somebody else emailed me, and I've completely forgotten. In all my papers and all my research and whatever to put this show together, I just couldn't couldn't find name. So I'm really sorry, but I know you're a lady-type person. <laughs> <it>. However, however, <laughs> I can assure you all that Hilda Rogdon's cat was called Rommel, and Hilda Rogdon's <sighs> cat was a thing. She had a cat.
4: Called Rommel. And it's so fun, it's it? the
3: best name. It's not such it's, a cool name.
4: It's brilliant. Can they should mean- get Cory's. Oh, no, actually, no. I'm not say anything. No, gone. No, I was gonna, No, because all the scriptwriters on Dum Dum are um. Yeah, they're all they've they've come highly through the ranks. No, I mean, I just thought usually like Archer's scriptwriters then go to Cory, don't they, or Eastenders? But mm. I wonder, like you know, cause they, like I like the Cory elements in the Archers, is what I like. Just saying.
3: For example?
4: Well, when it's funny. You know, like the whole Hilda Ogden and... When you and... say
3: Corrie, you mean comedic? Because Corrie yeah. isn't the, the only show that has comedic elements.
4: No, but it does comedy well, doesn't no, it? No, it
3: does. It does, it does. And,
4: yeah, yeah. It's a certain type of comedy.
3: But also, of comedy. Yeah, also what Corrie did do was it kind of had women... You know, being competitive against each other, didn't yeah. it? the whole kind of Elsie Tanner thing back in the day and whatever. Strong women, though. Yeah, strong women. Yeah. So, talking about women all being a bit competitive, what do you reckon? Why to the, the uh, women?
4: Well, I don't know. I don't know Li- about do that. you mean so Lily, was, Lily and Aisha? What's yeah, name, and man?
3: Jolene doing doing the cricket, and Jolene just realised she was oh, out yeah. of her depth. Oh, didn't actually, she? I
4: I got really annoyed on for Jolene
9: because mm. she's
4: nice, and I just thought Lily. I also like if you're Lily's age so she's 18 or something isn't she yeah I don't I don't, I just think it's really rude that she you know you're 18 you can't be uh you can't you you have to be more respectful I yeah think. but
3: yeah but she's 18 she's still yeah. learning how to be well, you know respectful and diplomatic and just bitchy. nice you know, but she—it's called it's according to Lily. You know, she's got great empathy. You know, people tell her problems and whatever, doesn't she? And she—the whole com- kind of conversation with Johnny and Johnny was trying to chat. He needed advice how to get Amber to go to the Isle of Wight festival, and she's like, you know, you need to do this, Johnny, and that, and blah blah blah. So Lily thinks that she has this co- great kind of empathy, but I just thought that was a great scene. You know, they're all kind oh, of— Oh, co- Yeah, I liked it. I yeah. really liked it because Lily. Is kind of at the moment she's kind of coming into her own as a character. Um Lily Partitor has been what for the last sixteen yeah, years think of her life? She's
4: she's kind of treading on Alice's toes a bit. You know, like isn't Lily Oh, but they make this...
3: Alice up as a character as they go along though, don't they?
4: Well, I know. I heard what you said last week and I kind of agree, but like it's I just find yeah, I just think she's a bit too similar to how Alice was you know, just feisty, slightly irritating, posh no, girl.
3: No, she's much more upper-class, aristoposh I mean, than, not than much, Alice ever was.
4: I don't think there's much, like, truth to her character yet, but maybe we'll discover that. You hmm. know, like, she hasn't showed any vulnerability, really, has she? No, no, She's no. just been quite annoying. True that, true that. Now, um, but, have we have we you know. kind of
3: dealt with Scruff Gin? Because we kind of gone off Robert's no, call somewhere. sorry. Okay, no, 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 I'm just... Um, so anything more you want to say do you like gin
4: uh i like gin and tonic if mm. it's got loads of ice in it but i'm not like i, I wouldn't care what gin it was really? i'm not i don't go into a bar and go i want that like, you know, you wouldn't say hendrix has on. to be
3: hendrix or
4: whatever <laughs> no i definitely wouldn't i wouldn't even know
3: is there a gin Although that has sip- monkeys on it sip
4: smith is near me mm. and mm. so i'd so i'd ask for that one if they said what gin you know, I su- su- i would support the local gin
3: business. Okay, what is your tipple of choice? Someone wants to get your rat assed. <laughs> Can you guess? And you want them to. <laughs>
4: Can you guess? It's so obvious for, like, a uh, kind of girl like me. Well, I thought, like, nice middle-class girlies like you all
3: liked a bit of, like, the no, we team.
4: Mo- no, we've moved on now. Uh, Everyone has Prosecco now, don't they? It's Prosecco. Oh, isn't
3: that a little it's bit Prosecco. beneath stairs? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> it's not very classy, is it? You might as well said like, baby shower.
5: I'm not that classy. <laughs>
4: Bit of blue like, nun. And
5: I love a prosecco. I do. <laughs> no,
4: I love. I love a really cold prosecco. I mean, like every summer, at the end of the summer, I am I am sick to death of prosecco. But around about now, oh, I love a glass of prosecco. Yeah, or or a rosé, <laughs> as long as it's not bright pink. I like a salmon-coloured rosé mm. or a Prosecco well, I, yeah. or an Aperol spritz.
3: Well, mm, ooh, that yeah, is one this. refreshing drink. Oh, they're ooh, amazing. Yeah. I tell they? you, I think it's really interesting how drinks kind of get marketed because yeah. before Prosecco, there was carver, but Cava just mm. hasn't, doesn't have the, the sweet no. kind of taste as a Prosecco, does it? But, you know, Spaniards came in with their Cava and the Italians went, oi, we've got a better version of this called Prosecco, it's got like a dollop of what, sugar yeah. in it.
4: But they've got, but no, but it's not just that, because you can get mm. some really dry ones. It's in, it's the bubbles, I think. I think the bubble, there's something to do there's with. There's
3: something about a Prosecco bubble.
4: Yeah, exactly. Are they I
3: more know, bubblier?
4: I think it. M- effervescent. Yeah, and it's something to do with bubbles do get you mm, slightly more tippily quicker, don't they? But there's bubbles in Carver. Yeah, but Carver's like. Yeah,
3: I don't like Carma. No, what?
4: That's what I'm saying. Mind
8: so, you, yeah. The if French you, if came Italian... in with
3: their bubbly drink. I know. No one could afford it. Yeah. The Spaniard says, "I know. We'll we'll do the same drink, but we'll make it cheaper. We'll call it Carver." And the Italian yeah. says, "We'll make it cheaper and better. Prosecco."
4: Yeah, it is to do with marketing, isn't it? It is. Uh, well, people love it. the Brits love Italian stuff because you can have your prosecco with like you know a bit of prosciutto and um. And a bit of ball bit of, of mozzarella, yeah, a bit
3: of parma ham. Oh yeah, yeah, lovely, lovely, yeah. And so a nice bit of it's nothing to do with the arches. No, no, no wrote, but it's a lovely, lovely digression, though. I did write notes on the calls. Awesome. All right then. Yeah. Let, I want to hear what you've got to say about Lord Louise because she's coming next.
9: Hello, Lucy Royfield, Dumpty Dummers, Dumpty Diddlers, Dumpty Dogs, and Dumpty Mogs. This is your radical American aristocrat, Lord Louise. First of all, I'm sorry that my call last week got lost in the depths of SpeakPipe. I did name check Map and Lucia, which I know would have slightly amused Lucy and slightly annoyed Royfield, which is always an amusing situation to set up. On to this week's episodes. Well, I knew Justin was going to do something evil. And I don't know what your UK laws allow, but here in the US, we have taken the extreme torture of intelligent beings, particularly pigs, to hellish new lows, and intensive pig farming is the jewel in the crown of industrial systemic animal torture. I am not looking forward to Justin winning this battle, and Lillian deserves better than to be the muse of a scheming, pig-bloodthirsty industrial baron. Continuing with the Justin and Lillian misadventures, If an affair with Justin's new PA is in the works, as is so clearly the case, I demand one of the following plot twists. Either Lillian connives to get Justin a male PA, and Justin ends up having an affair with him, or Lillian has an affair with the PA, male or female. Anything more predictable than that, and I am out. On to the Lily versus Anisha plotline. It's really quite dark in spite of its comedic potential in how starkly it illustrates the pitting of women against each other due to a scarcity of tokenistic opportunities granted by an overtly sexist system. And yes, I am on my soapbox this week. Instead of really working to show the dumb dudes how good they are, they're focusing their fierce competitive spirit on each other behind a pantomime of solidarity. It is sadly true to life. Finally, on a more positive note, I continue to be in love with the Genghis Khan slash Blofeldian new cat. Long may she reign. Thank you so much for all the hard work you do, making the podcast, calling in, and all that other great stuff. Rock and roll.
3: Now, Lord Louise talks about Evil Justin's pig plans.
5: I Actually... Yeah, I don't on. think I did.
4: I don't think I did get that That's a surprise.
3: Then. That's a surprise, Harriet. Right. So, <laughs> because, now, should I now... just
4: tell you why? I wasted a minute. <laughs> I wasted a whole minute of my busy schedule this morning listening to J-Ho, Lord of the Puppies, <laughs> talking about murder and rape. <laughs> and I was like, this is really weird. I must have missed loads of archers. And then I checked. And it, of course, it's nothing to do with Dumpty is your other podcast. Have you seen that? What? On Speakpipe, the mm. first thing. Oh, yes. J Ho, Lord of the Puppies, basically Sorry. going,
3: murder, rape, rape, murder, blood.
4: <laughs> and I was like, wow. It's the
3: election of 1800 <laughs> where oh,
4: John okay. Adams
3: goes up against Thomas yeah. Jefferson. Well, and... quickly,
4: I assumed it was nothing to do with the arches, mm. but I was flummoxed.
3: Right. I'm going to queue you up okay. uh, for Lord Louise. All right. Now, first off, if you remember, she sounds like she's speaking from an iron lung. Do you remember that? Okay, nope, Right. Um, She had a plot prediction and she said she wants Justin's PA to be a Mm. geezer and she wants Lillian to have an affair with Justin's new PA.
4: Discuss. Um, Well, it'd be a good idea to have a a, a geezer PA, as long Mm. as he doesn't sound like all the other young boys in Ambridge uh, but I nah, I can't really see Lillian because well Lill- I don't know she's already had an affair with Paul hasn't she and mm. I think I think they need to make the Justin Lillian thing a bit more interesting than that. You know, why well, do you we've, we've got Matt well, exactly, in the background. Yeah, exactly. that makes it interesting. Yeah, it's it? mu it's much I think it's much more likely that she's gonna go off with Matt.
3: But but this whole thing about the PA, you know, there is something there because yeah. it's, it's what Miranda said, you know, that's the reason why he's kinda gone off with you, blah blah blah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's getting a new PA and Lillian's like, yeah. Oh, keeping my yeah. eye on you, Mr. Justin.
4: Yeah. But then isn't it more likely that she believe you know, eventually down the line she gets suspicious that Justin's seeing his PA and then, you know, Matt comforts her and then blah, blah. And then obviously Justin hasn't been seeing his PA and then everything erupts.
3: Mm. Are you, uh, do you, do you buy the whole Lillian and Justin thing? Are you, are you, are you, are you you happy that he managed to hang on to his two (laughs) Arabians?
4: I'm more happy about that than anything else. (laughs) Uh, yeah, no, well, I, I thought, mm, I did think it was a bit unlikely the way he, it was, seemed a bit quick, I thought, the way he immediately went, oh, actually, I'm definitely going to divorce Miranda because I love you. I thought it was a bit out of character. But um, no, I, li- I like Justin. I mean, he's, you know, he's, I think he's a really good character to have in the Arches. And you think he's, he's good basically, for our
8: Lillian?
4: Yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, I I wouldn't want to be married to him, but she does or doesn't actually. No, I think it's... I actually really like the storyline that she actually doesn't want to be married to him because mm. she knows that, that that'll change the relationship. How, how did Rufus
3: propose to you?
4: Oh, poor Rufus. He, um... Oh, it was basically my mum, basically. What? was Desperate
3: for a wedding. Put no, him my mum was it.
4: desperate for a wedding. Mm. And so he was, like, peer pressured into asking me because she'd had some... Yeah, she was. She was just. She needed a, something to do. So, so, uh so. Poor Ruth had to ask me, and and so he booked a, a weekend away in in the north, in in a really beautiful part of Scotland called the Summer Isles. Mm-hmm. And but obviously, I was like, oh god, yeah, of course he's going to ask me to marry him. Because why would we be going away all the way to Scotland? So, uh, it's, I think there's something slightly awkward when you know. You know, and so, did and then, you know, was, did you
3: know something was going to happen?
4: Yeah, I knew he was going to ask me to marry him. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I knew. And and then that's, I think uh, that's what made me feel really sorry for him because he basically had to do it. Like, I thought, oh, it'll be really lovely because we'll go out for dinner and get really, you know, have lots of Prosecco and then walk along a beach and it'll be mm. really romantic. But instead, he asked me about 10 a.m., like the uh. morning we got there, because he just wanted to get it out of the way. And I was a bit <laughs> cross. so he just and i could tell he felt really awkward because he had to go down on one knee and i just and i wasn't very i wasn't very
3: nice gracious about
4: it i wasn't gracious because i didn't realize what a big deal it is because it's such a silly thing isn't it it's so out of character when you i mean i'm i think it probably could be really lovely and romantic but if you're not a very you know i'm not very
3: you're not a romantic person well, not I kind of am, but not
4: in the reality of it. <laughs> <laughs> I find it all a bit orcs. <laughs> I could, because he felt really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that made me feel really uncomfortable. I was like, yes, God, why didn't you ask me tonight? So, um, but but we had such a lovely weekend, actually, apart from that bit. It was really nice. The hmm. Summer Isles is so beautiful. And when we went, it it was really sunny, which, you know, never is really in Scotland, is it? Well, rarely is. For, for like three whole days so it was like the Caribbean it was amazing
8: <laughs>
3: uh, Scotland was like Jamaica
4: <laughs> honestly because I mean not that I've been to Jamaica but I was going to
3: say ha- you obviously have not said that <laughs> you <hate> the two.
4: <laughs> but it has white sand you know it's that far north and it has white sand it's like Jamaica but there were sheep on the beach <laughs> I don't know if there's sheep on the beach in Jamaica uh,
3: No, uh, probably the odd goat maybe <laughs> Yeah, well,
4: exactly. See, it's exactly the same then. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's such a stunning place, Scotland. Um, mm.
3: I tell you what, why don't we just... Um... You always ask me about
4: my personal life. No, I don't. You do. I always have to talk about, like, you know, I always have to be indiscreet. No, 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 it's not being indiscreet. But the thing is, though,
3: right, Yeah. people have heard you do these impressions for three years now. Mm. right? And you're a bit of a woman of mystery. So it's nice just to, you know, really lift not. the veil up oh, to I know a certain I'm gonna, degree.
4: I'm going to try not, as if I'm really not. But um, yeah, I'd like people to think I am. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh,
7: well, yeah.
4: <laughs> 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 right,
3: let's go on to, uh, to our second uh, Louise.
7: Hi Lucy, Royfield and the whole Tomty Dum gang. It's Louise from Bristol, at Lulum on the Twitters. I've just listened to this week's dom dom on the way home from a hard day's work as a civil servant. I can't believe I missed that bit of vital first-time caller in her information when I rang in the other week. I was too focused on Lucy's two-minute rule, I think. I said it was lovely to hear Lucy say we had so much in common. And you can add being school governors and a lack of singing ability to our shared artist vintage. This week I'm calling to pick a bone with Royfield and give Lucy some praise. Roy, I've got nothing against maps. Sorry, Lucy but I have to take issue with last week's hard water and far-right voting map. Bristol voted 62% Remain, and our water is so hard you go through a kettle every 18 months. So that theory doesn't hold water. No apologies for the pun. Lucy, I was walking to my car, listening to Dumpty Dum with my headphones on, and snorted with laughter, very loudly, at your comment about Lillian's taste in porcelain figurines. I agree that she's better suited to a China leopard, but it got me thinking about other Ambridge residents' taste in interior decor. We've heard about Jill's writing desk and Jenny Darling kept the middle class end up with her r kitchen. But I put money on Clary having a crinoline lady loo roll cover an on sweet treat for any Grange Farm B&B guest. What do other Dundee Dunners think? That's all for me. Cheers.
3: Now, Louise, yes, the hard water map. Um,
7: it, The oh, best
3: correlation. It <laughs> s- stop it, will you? Right, the hard water map correlation oh is better with the French election results one. Uh, but it's uh, <laughs> just a little bit of fun. Now, the other thing that our Louise said, mm-hmm. Harriet, um, she yeah. talked about that porcelain uh, figurine. That was a big thing with... I can see your brain trying to think now. The porcelain figurine that Miranda and...
5: Oh, yeah, um, yeah, the, yeah. the, uh, the, the, the not-valuable...
3: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Now... So then uh, Louise went on to talk about the interior stylings of other kind of Ambridge residents. And she reckons that Clary will have a crinoline lady Lou roll cover.
4: Oh, nah, Clary's far too classy for that. Really? I think, I think Clary isn't chintzy at all. Mm. I think she's just got quite, I think she's just, I don't, I think Susan might have a a chintzy Lou roll no, because because
3: Susan would have enough sensibility to think that that's a little bit, you know, yeah, a little maybe, bit now. Nah. Yeah. Whereas yeah, Clary, if she that. liked it, Clary would have gone on holiday to Torremolinos Molinos and just got one. <laughs> and it was just a souvenir of her holiday.
4: Uh, but I, yeah, my my picture of Clary isn't like that. I don't, I, I think she's actually got quite good taste. I think she's, she, I think she's a really intelligent perceptive woman and i don't i don't think she's i don't think she likes flittery things like that mm. I but that's reckon- really interesting isn't it It'd be really interesting to see what their all their personal decorative taste is yeah
3: i i hadn't thought about it at all because what you no. you know because we listen to this radio drama and we think we have the picture of what people look like in our mind's eye don't yeah. we right yeah. and then when you see yeah. the actors invariably you go oh I didn't yeah. think he looked anything like that, but I'd never thought about you know yeah. their you know what their homes had actually looked like.
4: Yeah, wouldn't it be good if um you know a Dana, fan of the Archers mm. drew you know drew did a mock up of inside their houses?
3: So you think somebody who listens to the Archers is quite good at doing illustrations that kind of like you know?
4: <laughs> <laughs> maybe I can, only draw, I can only draw people and cats. <laughs>
3: You do do both those very well. I'm sure you could draw a bit of an an arger.
4: I'm sure you can't. I can't do things that have straight lines. I just can't. Mm.
3: I reckon. Right. Mm. This is my only foray into talking about this. Is that Adam and Ian would have some Maplethorpe, Robert Maplethorpe prints? Because you know he had those kind of like those big uh, gay torsos and stuff like that. And (laughs) they did. he He did like flowers, lilies. And then, like gay men in black and white, kind of doing her, kind of heroic, kind of semi-sexual poses.
4: <laughs> no way. Yeah, Adam, they would. Adam would have like really tasteful, boring, but but pretty watercolors. I think like nice ones. Oh God, Or I think no. they'd have like you know nice watercolors of architectural buildings. They're both really boring.
10: Uh, games. I don't think.
4: Well, maybe that. Maybe maybe actually no. Maybe you're right. Maybe you go into their house and then you see a bit of like. It's more beefed up than, than what they're like inside, mm. you know, because they're very tasteful, genteel gentlemen, I aren't just they? I
3: think they're just incredibly boring, really. Yeah. But, but well, anyway, I just... you know, I, I love a bit of Ian, but as, as a couple, they're incredibly undynamic. But uh, i tell you, a more dynamic couple mm-hmm. is Kenton and Jolene, right? And of course, yeah. this week, yeah. Kenton went and promised David that he'd pay him uh, 1,500 large.
4: Yeah.
5: On
3: that money that was owed.
4: Yeah. About time too, mm. I
3: think. But he ain't got it though, has he. And yeah, you know he's... Joel Lee
4: him he to the... task. But where did Kenton get the money to invest in uh Toby's gin thing then? Where did that's that money come from? Cuz they... they didn't have any Do you remember like a year ago they were bankrupt basically, mm. weren't they? Well that's now... the whole
3: reason why that to be bailed out because you know after the Yeah, flood.
4: exactly. Exactly. So it's ridiculous. And of course the first thing you would do is pay your brother back. Instead of investing in a gin business or, or whatever he's done. I, he hasn't invested in it, has he? He's just...
3: No, he is has. Is he just paying he's, he's, Toby? He's, he's thrown Toby some cash so he can actually they can go in on it with him.
4: Right. Oh, OK. But then I suppose that's Kenton's character, isn't he? He's much more mm. um
3: it, make, it makes sense that Kenton would do something like that. But I just thought yeah. it, was, it was a nice insight into his relationship with Jolene in that Jolene pulled him to task and said... You just said to your brother, we're going to pay him back a sum of money, which we can't really afford. Um, we're a team. And you've got to talk to me about this stuff first. I know you're trying to do the right thing, but you're a prize wazzik. You know, and he <laughs> went, you know what? It's fair cop gov. <laughs> I am a wazzik.
4: I <laughs> am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
4: yeah, that's all I can say on that, really. <laughs> uh, just uh... Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, no. I really believe Jalen and Kenton. I think they're a really good no, couple. me too, me too. Because I really uh, like both of them. I basically only really like the middle-aged characters, I think. Uh, but, uh, but I'm kind, I'm kind because... of with you, but I like Johnny, though. Though, so, yeah, you know. Yeah, I like, do you know what? I really like Johnny as well. I, yeah, I do like Johnny. Because he's just less, um, maybe he's just less whiny than everyone else. You know, he's. He's he's a re- he's got a lot of um he's got he's a positive person isn't he yeah he's always he, like well, a bit chipper
3: he's well mm, he's not always chipper he's got lots of self doubt as Johnny but he doesn't whine he's about cu- it
4: but, and no exactly like he, and he's kind isn't yeah, he yeah no
3: absolutely so you know he came he came to to Ambridge and didn't think he could really be a farmer but really wanted to he wanted to get involved yeah. with, and do what he's what his father used to do. Join the cricket team, he's very good at that. And I tell you what he's I do looking. like about him.
4: yeah,
3: he's relatively confident around women, and I yeah. kind of get a bit bored of the whole uh, like you know yeah. Freddie and kind of like, oh, I'm just totally incapable oh, and I gosh. can't even look at a woman That's and whatever and blah blah yeah. and but I tell you what though, I didn't what I didn't like this week when John so Johnny's going off to uh, yeah with girl, me
4: to that festival.
3: Mm. Yeah. The, yeah is your name amber
4: <laughs> amber's coming along too <laughs> but me and john in the tent well when yeah, he says anyway. he
3: really wanted to see run dmc you know a bit of old school <laughs> hip-hop i was like you go johnny right are they,
4: and are they talking about the isle of Wight festival yes and and are, are those yes. those bands really are headlining okay, yes yeah, yes yeah
3: and then he said amber is a big fan she wants to go he's a big fan of david getter you know what, Yeah, I'd kick her right out of the tent. What kind of <laughs> terrible, bland... Well, she wouldn't be
4: in the tent with you, Royfield, would she? Because <laughs> she's like 15. <laughs> that's <a> fair point. <laughs> so it just be weird. <laughs> okay, that's a very fair point. She'd be like, get me out of here.
3: With <laughs> <laughs> this old man.
4: <laughs> she just said she likes David getting. because she needed a way out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so if, yeah.
3: you, if you could see anybody at a festival, who do you want to see? Off Abba. the top of your head, Abba.
4: <laughs> when I went, to, I I don't do festivals. I did like I did but a you, couple. You, you
3: know what though? I don't know stereotype, but you kind of look and sound like you would. I could see you in wellies, kind well, of in I the do, mud at I, Glastonbury. And
4: no, I've never I've never been to Glastonbury. I don't really like camping. <laughs> and i when i go and see a gig i mean i di- i did see um i've seen oasis and i you know I'd, I'd i'd want to see like the my Britpop pop heroes mm. but um but i li- if i go to a gig i like a small venue where i can dance but be quite close you know or just i don't really like massive like no, everything i've I'm, seen at the
3: i'm so with you yeah, i I, I, just- I always think when you go to a club or a bar. I want it to be small. Yeah, I want it to have absolutely. like a totally innocuous kind of entry, like you don't even know that it's there. I want to feel like I've, I'm in, right, in with mate. the in crowd, yeah, me exactly. Too. Yeah. And and I want to
4: see the band. I don't want to like just you know. I don't want to see them on a screen. I went to see. I love Dolly Parton, and I went to see her at the O2. But mm. I just it was so disappointing because I was watching her on a screen basically, and I couldn't see. You know, I couldn't really, you know, you can see them, can't you? But yeah, they're, they're so far away. And I, it made me really sad, actually. <laughs> I'm such a yeah. loser. And I, and you couldn't really dance. I hate sitting down. You
3: know. Well. I you basically want to be at the dance front. Can you dance to nine
4: to five? Yeah, of course you can. Oh, God. Nine to five. No, I'm dancing now. <laughs> yeah, you can just pop, can't <laughs> you? Yeah, of course you can. You can dance to Mm, all Dolly Parton. I tell
3: you, she's problem is with Dolly Parton. She's had way too much work. She's Mm, just, I think,
4: but a bit like um, Liz in Coronation Street, she kind of carries it off. I think because Dolly doesn't.
5: (laughs) She doesn't carry it.
4: No, actually, she she has ruined herself. But I think when she started, she looked all right. No, it doesn't really. But also, I think like with someone like Dolly Parton, it does. Doesn't really matter because she's she's now a character. She and also she's so genuine. Like if somebody's genuine and brilliant and intelligent, like she is,
3: I say she's genuine and the amount of work and plastic she's like thrown at her face. She's not, is
8: she?
4: But but that's that's living in that's being a star in America. You have to do it. I mean, everyone goes mental and and it's kind of normal. I think mm. I think probably like for some is people, it, it's you know your love of Dolly Parton.
3: Mm. is that did you get I'm that right. through jolene because jolene's a big dolly part <laughs> isn't she
4: do you mean the song or the character
3: hey there you go you hey. see what i did there <laughs> <laughs> take your biggest <pick> <laughs> how you want to answer that
4: <laughs> oh the character <laughs> sorry should we veer back onto the uh the archers
3: yeah i need to keep yanking you back
4: I, look i did actually write notes all right so, Hunter okay, D. do your
3: notes. Wait a minute. Do your notes. Talk about David and Josh, and the whole kind of Virago that they went through this week. No, uh,
4: no, no. Yeah, okay. Um, well, I didn't really see what David's problem was, but if I was Josh, I just would have said that Eddie's covering.
7: But
4: Ed. I don't know why. Ed. I, I, sorry, Ed. No, Eddie. No, it was Eddie.
3: Ed. It was Ed that turned up, not Eddie. Oh,
4: uh, yeah, it was Ed. Okay so i was listening really hard uh but i'm always doing so i'm always cooking and so you know sometimes you have to stick your head in the fridge and you miss a bit Mm. but i I think um but yeah i was like uh, also i don't understand now why pip is being like no 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 when actually she should still be feeling really guilty i mean yeah
3: but it it wasn't just pip though was it you know at the end of the day her parents didn't check the
4: provenance of, okay okay yeah of oh okay the, so it wasn't completely of, her fault no okay fine but mm. i think josh is just an arrogant wally but he he did get cover but he just what he should have done is obviously just said um mm. i'm paying ed to do it today sorry guys do you mind yeah and then end of school, and I suppose that david's first
3: the, the, one of the reasons why david reacted the way that he did is because he thought that um the farm was paying for it, so Josh had to say no, it's yeah, out of exactly. my own pocket.
4: Yeah. Yeah. But then that I mean, I thought that was obvious because of course Josh wouldn't you know, he's not that stupid. But I think David was a bit humiliated because because mm. actually his son is basically doing better than he is, isn't he? What? face such? I quite like Josh actually. I used to really find him annoying. is but... he just
3: Tom Mark two though? Tom yeah. ten yeah, years he is, ago uh, mark.
4: You're right. Mm. Yeah. But I quite I, I quite like that. I think good what? on you.
3: You're like the return of the sausage king, but called cool Josh.
4: <laughs> yeah. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Alright, right. so just
3: before we go through your notes, because I have got a sneaky feeling that your notes are gonna be basically what we've already discussed, right? But I'm gonna let you have your moment to shine. Okay. I I need, a few we, need to, admin we need to notes, okay, we need Okay, we need to talk about Speedwatch.
4: Yeah, I mean I yeah, because what you were saying last week about plot prediction it's going to die, and then Lucy said, well, it was the cat that died, and that's it. Mm. But actually, is so. Why is it still a storyline, though? No. I mean, was it like for comedic value? I don't really know. I don't well, really there, understand the speed watch thing, actually. Well, there is there is
3: a, a whole load of comedic value, but also it's kind of it's it's character driven, isn't it? Maybe the whole thing is it's character driven, not plot. It, this is just a device, just to get people to interact with each other and to hold the speed uh, yeah. gun. Oh, that's, that's what it good. is. Because we've had really Neil, we've yeah. had Jenny. Say to Brian, "You are going to do this next week." We say this is what we want: character-driven stuff, yeah. and that's what it is. So it's yeah. just a device for that, just for people to interact.
5: You should and write to hold
3: scripts. The... I, I'm, really I'm, I'm a dyslexic. I'm a dyslexic. I can't. Oh, do that. you
4: can still write scripts. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but there. no one
3: would be able to read them because there'd be <laughs> zeds and. Check. Yeah, but then it spell checks the wrong word and I think it's the right word and people say it's the wrong word and it just goes on and on, round and round in circles. Anyway. Anyway. Before we go on to the ad break. Yeah. And we have Millie Bell. Yeah. she we just rattle through uh, your extensive notes? You said you had six lines.
4: Okay. Do you want me to tell you what yeah. they are? go. So I, Witherspoon and Allison did tweets of the week, but I don't need to comment on that, even though I wrote notes, do I? Because actually do- they're doing that, aren't they? Yes. Okay. Then I had the J-Ho Lord of the Puppies. Then I had Auntie Jean. I found the Bristol Festival of Ideas really interesting. And who would you throw off a roof? Toby or Pip?
3: Okay, all right, I can queue you up for that then.
8: Okay. Jean, Jeanette, let go. Oh. Hello, Dumpty Dummers everywhere. It's Auntie Jean here with a small report from Bristol's Festival of Ideas, which had a Woman, Women of the Archers talk, which included the lovely Jill Archer and Paddy Green, obviously, and Uncle God Kerry, Mary Cutler and the marvellous and wonderful Angela Barnes, our very own Angela. Um, Paddy told lots and lots of interesting stories that I haven't heard before, but I've never seen her speak before. Um, I'm sure she probably has told them, and most people will know them. She was very, very funny. Um, She told one story in particular um, about a certain roof incident, which I cannot repeat on the podcast because I don't think it would be fair. Um, DM me if you want to know about that, frankly. I also managed, you'll be pleased to hear, to get at least two new recruits to the to Dum podcast. They have our website details and there may have been more because Kerry gave us a shout out. Um, we had a vote about who we would like to phone, uh, throw off the reef if it were going to happen today. And Toby won over Pip, so that shows you what our audience was thinking, exactly the same thing we were thinking about those two. Um, Royfield, we must have Angela back on the podcast as soon as possible because she's lovely, lovely, lovely. We went for a drink after, had a lovely time. Um, So, you know, get in touch and have her back as soon as possible. I can't, I have to say, comment on these weeks, I haven't had a chance to listen to them. Um, I hope to as soon as possible. And in the meantime, a lovely hello to everybody and I hope everybody's well, especially Yogle Bear who hasn't been well and wasn't able to come to the the Festival of Ideas. And I'll speak to you all soon. Bye-bye.
3: All right. And what else you got?
8: Uh,
4: Angela needs to come back on the podcast. Okay, smashing. Is that it? <laughs> Naked Fingers, is he a voiceover artist? We've done that. And then something in my notes that was to do with Alaska. Right. Mm. Fab. Because And it is sort of Arches related. Do you want me to tell you? Go on. Because uh, I am really interested in Alaska and I really enjoyed you speaking about your cousin because mm-hmm. I did an audio two years ago with... Rachel Atkins, uh, who yeah. is Vicky. And it was really, I think it's a really good book. And it's set in Alaska and it's a thriller. And I didn't know anything about Alaska. And then you're like, oh my God, there's like a whole world, a weird world. And it was it was about the truckers who, well, they do their trucking there. Yes. To get oil? I don't know. They take tankers, tankers. Well, and, mm, go on. And anyway, it was, it was a thriller and it but but it's really good and it's called the quality of silence and that's not a plug for the audiobook it's a plug for the book absolutely if if people like like kind of (laughs) no honestly except that rachel atkins is doing the main bit she's brilliant obviously but um no the book's really good if you like kind of uh gone girl but better Mm -hmm. is that kind of thing and if you like things set in alaska i really like things set in places that i
3: are unusual Don't
4: know. yeah exactly
3: Cohen Brothers all their films are set somewhere a bit unusual yeah, aren't they yeah
4: exactly and it's good because then you learn a bit about a new place
3: absolutely you, you know you
4: enjoy the story but you also take in a really exciting new environment
3: mm. Mm. no they're the absolute kings of that Fargo yeah, is just that great kind of thing. that encapsulated world of
4: weirdness exactly and just, yeah. it's just amazing isn't it it's got yeah, that absolutely. strange atmosphere as well like Alaska must have hmm yeah, so I'd really like your cousin to come on the show and talk about it. Oh, she sent me a uh, WhatsApp yesterday, actually. Oh, is yeah. she back? Is she still here? Or
3: no, she... she's back in uh, back in Barrow uh, in Alaska.
4: I did do, do... Do, do an interview with her. That would be so amazing. She's
3: never heard of the Archers in her whole life.
4: But actually, it would be great if you lived somewhere like that and listened to the Archers, wouldn't it? Cause but it,
3: but it's it quite would be comforting. great, but she doesn't.
4: No, she should. Did you tell her she should?
3: Uh no. Oh. But maybe I should have.
4: Yeah. But right. she should do a dumpty dum from Barra, shouldn't she? <laughs> <Tell> <laughs> you what... just get can you just do an interview with her? Because I'm really fascinated <laughs> with what she's to. I'll up tell you to. what,
3: I'll think about it whilst you have an ad break. We'll come back okay. the other side and it's Millie Bell. And all of our social media goings on. And then, Brilliant. guess what? Guess who's going to do the tweets of the week afterwards, Harriet? With
4: Witherspoon and Allison.
1: Awesome. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role.
10: For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me.
4: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
3: In an uncertain world, there is always music which can be listened to in good company. Welcome to Friday Fifteen, the show where we speak to friends and interesting people to the backdrop of great tunes and allocate 15 minutes to both.
0: I mean, I was eight years old, interesting, the same age as the uh, Dragon King's daughter when she comes out of the sea, but um, well, what was happening to me when I was eight years old was, was that I was at the hands of a paedophile in um, in a classroom
8: for a year and... Awesome, yeah. Um, for me, I... Well, and I think the reason that I somehow managed to to win in the end is that for me it's about an economy of the three things that bring a song together
3: catch up with me speaking to friends and interesting people every friday afternoon on friday 15 which you can get of course from a podcatcher of your choice
6: Hello, I'm Lucy and this is Walkie Talkie. I walk my dog, Basil, uh, pretty much every day in a foresty bit of London. Um, I have been doing so for about four years and I meet people that, as a dog walker, you talk to people. if your dogs get on, you tend to just you say, which way are you going, can I come with you? And you just sort of amble along. And you can end up having the most extraordinary conversations. Partly because uh, you are walking side by side and facing front, so there's no embarrassing eye contact. If things get a bit heavy, if someone starts talking about something that they find emotional or difficult, then you can always divert your attention onto the dogs and relieve the tension a little bit we've seen as a group of dog walkers we've seen um, people get pregnant have children we've seen people whose dogs have become ill and died and the owner says oh I can never have another one and then in a couple of months time they appear with a puppy and everyone's delighted to see them and um, we've seen people's marriages break down new romances start it's a lovely way to start your morning. It never fails to give me something something nice to think about, something interesting to think about, even if it's not nice. And having a dog is a sort of a, a universality, really. The people aren't all like me, as I hope you'll realize over the course of the series.
10: Leading up to the 1860 election, in walks a gentleman by the name of Abraham Lincoln, who is the Republican candidate. The Republicans to the south represent the ending of slavery. And Lincoln, despite the fact that his sentiment was always in the beginning to preserve the Union rather than to abolish slavery, becomes the lightning rod of anti-Southern sentiment. And he ends up winning the election in 1860 with no support from the
11: South. The Guardian, Manchester, Tuesday, November 20th, 1860. Summary of news, Foreign. The details respecting the presidential election furnished by the New York journalist not complete, but they not only assure us of Mr. Lincoln's election, but show that the Republican party has obtained far more than the requisite number of votes for his return it is calculated that new york pennsylvania the new england states new jersey and the northwestern states give him one hundred and seventy one electoral votes or nineteen more than the majority required for the election the total number of electoral votes being three o three it is not improbable too that this majority may be further swelled by the result of the elections in the pacific states of oregon and california we have no account of the manner in which the Southerners have received the intelligence of Mr. Lincoln's election. The next advices will no doubt be filled with fierce Southern declamations and protest, but it's not very likely that any Southern states will do anything mere than talk loudly about succession.
4: Listen to the first show exclusively on Mixcloud today and subscribe to us on iTunes from Washington to Obama. Ten American Presidents, the new podcast from Royfield Brown.
0: Good day, everyone another busy week on Facebook Uh, as Royfield said we're just getting busier and busier which is absolutely awesome Um, we had a link to uh, a, a podcast Alviki from Kenya who is moonlighting on another show Shame on you, Vicky. Um, If you're interested in that, please go to the Facebook page and go straight to the link. We also spent some time uh, discussing the fact that Lillian seemed to be a bit wobbly about Justin employing a new PA. And we wondered whether Miranda had put that suspicious thought in her head uh, with um, her really snidey remark. Um, And Claire Esprit said, yep, definitely. I also wondered whether Justin was cagey about letting Lillian go back to her social secretary role because he doesn't want to create another situation where she could claim to be part of his success in any second divorce negotiations. Wow, that's really looking ahead, Claire. That's if they get married at all. Uh, Kerry Jane said definitely Miranda did it on purpose, but Lillian needs to remember that she's not the reason they split up. Let's face it, her and Justin wasn't the first infidelity in his and Miranda's marriage. Again, another good point. And Lexi Hohensee said sure. But if she wants their relationship to start out strong, she should do her part and chuck the China Shepherdess things in the bin instead of lying about their provenance. A constant visual reminder of a previous romance is not a healthy thing to keep around. Lexi, I absolutely agree. I thought that was very odd that she didn't just say where they'd come from and say I didn't ask for them. It isn't something that I wanted. I don't know. I thought that was very odd. Uh, We also uh, discussed whether David was being fair to Josh. Now, I have to say, I thought that apart from uh, not telling David that he'd organized a replacement for himself for the day, I just thought Josh was being pretty reasonable and I'm not even a Josh fan. I thought David was just haranguing him for no reason. Uh, So asked the question and Fiona Griffin says, not at all. Josh is a twerp though, but a product of his upbringing. Heidi Griffith said, didn't like David's attitude last night towards Josh. It's a case of Pip can do no wrong. And if she does, it is quickly forgiven, whereas Josh can do nothing right. Uh, Andrew Horn said, okay, Josh arranged a debt, but he still needs to tell his boss out of courtesy, if nothing else. Would have saved an embarrassing conversation with Ed. He's doing nothing to his keep and he's solely focused on his own job. I have to say that One of the things that I'm confused about is whether Josh actually does have a job on that farm for which he is paid, or is he just expected to work there because he's family? And I think that's something they might need to nut out as Josh develops his own business. Um, Another discussion was around Toby, who's so optimistic it's slightly alarming, but at least he's back to his familiar arrogant self. Um, and this was to do with the fact that Toby thought that he was on the way to getting Pip back. Uh, Jonathan Hartley said he's delusional and possibly a potential stalker. Um, but Terry Gardner disagreed and said, I thought it was sweet, not a popular opinion, I'm guessing. Uh, look, some people, Julian Parker, for example, thought he was a twonk. And other people said, look, we're so Board with him, who cares? So uh yeah, some very mixed experience on Toby. Uh and I also wanted to bring up the issue of Lily. I thought she was really nosy the other day, and I got really cross about it, and I thought, actually, I teach that age group, and they are nosy. So, yeah, I need to stop worrying about that. So uh I asked other people what they th- uh thought and uh Karen Cunningham said as the episode went from Freddie to Lily then Lily to Freddie I kept changing my mind as to which twin I despised the most better say neither of them scored very highly and ruth simpson said lily and freddie are two of the most irritating creatures on the planet look i'm going to be honest with you teenagers can be really irritating because it's all about them they live on their own planet but they do come good so we're all going to hang in there aren't we peeps because they will become really constructive human beings very productive very soon and uh, when Neil said... Well, this was my last one. When Neil says they shared chili con carne, he means marital rumpy pumpy, doesn't he? Please, can he not? Anyone want to share any other euphemisms? And my favourite was batting for Darrington, gentlemen who prefer other gentlemen when sharing a bowl of chili. So until next week, hoo
3: Thank you for that, Millie Bell. Thanks, Millie Bell. Though, Millie Bell, you did forget... Uh the Dum Dum Forum. There's loads of action on it last week. Which is uh a cue to you, dear listener, a reminder oh. to get your bum on there. Um we had a flurry. It was we people vomited forth, Harriet, opinions and oh. questions and stuff. And then it's all it not all dried up, but like we had loads of activity uh, yeah. about a week week ago, week and a half ago, and it's all kind of mm-hmm. dried up quickly. So an absolute plug. It's a plug.
5: Right, oh, for the please, to get on the forum. Yeah,
3: we need three weeks worth of concerted forum action just to get it all properly stoked up. And, and uh, uh,
4: How do you go on the forum?
3: With, uh, you click on forum.
4: On the Dumpty Dum website? Yeah, you go
3: on the Dumpty Dum website and you click on one it says forum. Okay. It's as simple as that.
4: There's, okay. You know, yeah. Did you know there's another forum for the Archers? Mustard Seed Land. Or well, Mustard Land. Did you know that? <laughs> what podcast <laughs> I... is this? <laughs> No, because I was telling someone the other day, I was like, oh, you should listen to Dumpty Dum. He's really funny. He does, mm. he's, he's, loves the archers. I said, you must listen to Dumpty Dum. And, you know, they do, and it's all interactive and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, I just go on um, Mustard Land.
3: but that's a forum and you you were telling him about a podcast (laughs) well i don't understand how that's even a legitimate answer
4: (laughs) sorry he said it's really popular because actually i did know about it
3: yeah no no, it's been running for for quite some time. years
4: and years yeah i just i just wanted right so
3: what few (laughs) participants of our forum my
4: end
8: I'm so like, like other few, other other brands. L- are let are me miserable. just try
3: and understand what you're trying to do, right? <laughs> so we're trying, we're struggling to get people onto our forum. But what <laughs> well, few people maybe... we do have, you want to push them over to Mustardland or whatever the heck it's so called?
4: I thought maybe that's where they are. You know,
3: also telling me need... that's where I need to go to go grab them to bring them over to Dum Dum.
4: Exactly.
3: Right. Yeah. yeah. Caught up with you in the end.
4: Um, you know what we're gonna do now, though. Yep. Yeah. Tweets of the week.
10: Well done.
3: Hey. Is it Tweets of the Week? Yes, shut up now.
10: (laughs) Greetings all, it's Witherspoon and Alison tweeting as at ljb one triple zero three and at nusilla63 respectively, stepping in for Lucy with our favourite tweets of the past week. We start with a tweet about those twin annoyances by Someday the 12th, tweeting as at I'm Vincent Murphy. Lily and Freddie make much more sense if you picture them as precocious child vampires waving goblets and dressed in restoration costume. Pip's sudden move was the subject of some amusing tweets, including this advisory from L. If you've been affected by being forced to live in a massive stately home after dumping your useless boyfriend, call our helpline. My partner today, Allison, added, Don't forget to take your grandmother's writing desk with you, Pip. It's expected for any move to lower Loxley. TJ tweeting as, At Electric Heat, reflected on two titans of Ambridge Commerce. I would never go into any sort of business with Kenton or Toby, or both. You can write their business acumen on a fag pack. And BE Hawks tweeting as, At Archers Fan 2015 replied, Or a stamp. And now for our Tweet of the Week. It's from Rachel, tweeting as, At Flighty Rachel, who doesn't believe that things will work out well for Johnny. She wonders, Is Amber paying for her ticket, do we think? I bet she brings her own tent. And boyfriend. And that's our Tweet of the Week. Well, that was fun, we'll be appearing next Thursday at 8am at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. See you then. Thank you, Witherspoon and Allison
3: um next week normal service will will be resumed when our loose comes back yeah right
4: <laughs> to everyone's relief <laughs> you
3: know what <laughs> i always think whenever we do a show together at the start i think oh this is like a breath of fresh air and then <laughs> half why, oh, you like know, go bloody hell <laughs> this is you a know. slog
5: yeah just <laughs> shut up <laughs> <laughs> no is... one
4: cares about your kitten no, no, no they do get, they do you know. they do
3: and, and considering wrapping things up
4: yeah, sorry, yeah.
3: I think you should just mention uh your kitten again. Tell yeah. people how they can uh, name it. I think they should, like, tweet it. <laughs> oh, hashtag or go, de- or go on the forum. Go yeah, yeah, go on the forum. Or they could go onto Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, and... Uh,
4: hashtag dumptydumkitten.
3: Dumpty Dum kitten, that's the hashtag. Yeah. Awesome, all right.
4: Yeah. Brilliant. And and also, if you want to listen... Oh, no, we've listened... We've already listened to my shambridge, haven't we? Yeah, we have. In, in this well, podcast, why do you want us to play it again? <laughs> no, it's not worth it. <laughs> anyway, it won't be it won't be relevant in two days or whenever this is going out. <laughs> uh, but but th- but thank you everybody that do- I'm so grateful for anybody that does listen and re- and anyone that retweets and says lovely things. I'm so grateful. Thank you. I genuinely am always overwhelmed. So thank you. Awesome. Right yeah. now, let's just wrap
3: things up right oh. <laughs> so i'm sure you've got things to do
4: uh let me just check my notes yeah
3: that's it <laughs> 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 com folks go there we've got a shop. you can buy yourself a Dum t-shirt a mug a, you know what even a wine glass everything is on there and you can plaster it with our logo if you so care to buy such a thing um you know it's that that kind of uh, merchandise is there so dumby dum.com has got a shop it's also got your dumby dogs and mogs and all sorts if you've got a dog has ever listened <laughs> to the archers why don't you take a picture of your dog <laughs> oh, and so and tweet it to us and then our cosmo whack it up on our Dumdy dog section detail oh. for your mugs. if you've got a cat as well or a kitten so get your or a kitten get your pussy on there because it's a lovely thing to do <laughs> there's a lot of stroking uh, yeah. stroking uh, the cat wasn't there a lot of stroking the cat you know i loved it when brian was like and, just yeah, just like, like, like blow throw foul. away talked yeah. about blowfell <laughs> <laughs>
4: very good now so much fun what's
3: the most important bit of the show harriet
4: well i'm just looking at all these bits and i don't know what they are i don't need to worry about those do i map of the week oh i do need to worry about it <laughs> map of the week
3: yeah now last week folks i didn't really go through all the maps which were submitted to me uh but i've got a cork of a map of the week this week Oh, proper good one
8: you got a
3: picture of it uh no okay you wouldn't
4: understand okay, it no i <laughs> so sexy
3: no, it's nothing a, to do with your, with your gender, and everything to do with your perceived
4: <laughs> lack of smarts. I, do you know, <laughs> actually, I really like maps. I do, do and I'm a really, I am a really good map reader. Oh. I'm, I am, I, I, I'm interested in maps, and and we've actually got on our wall a, a um, I can't mm. remember what the name is, but it's a map with no roads in it. So they yeah. took the roads out. I what was it, it a
3: map of? Everest, because there wouldn't be any roads there anyway.
4: <laughs> it's just a big snowy pile. You need to say what well, it's London, a map of. London. Could... Okay. London, yeah. But whenever people come to our house, they just think we're a cabbie's office, because it's just a massive... <laughs> really? It just, it looks like a cabbie's map, but it hasn't got the roads on it. Anyway, sorry, digression. No, no, no. That, that's, that's... I do like maps. Uh, no, wait, tell me about your map.
3: So map of the week is a corker, Harriet, and we're going to play it, right? Wow. Ooh, I know. Okay. Oh, great. We're
4: going to do a game. Do it as a game. Yeah, yeah,
3: Um, yeah. But this week I got a map from Lonnie on how Americans think about climate change in six maps. So thank you for that, Lonnie. Um, I got a transit map. This was almost map of the week from Aurora Funny Pants, who had um, historical maps of the trolleybus and tram system in Kaliningrad wow from 1990 and the thing is actually quite beautiful harriet you know graphically oh, exactly. very very beautiful christine armstrong this was also a contender as well um there are 4,037 cities in the world with a population of over a hundred thousand people so what what they've done on this map is put a dot for every city and mm-hmm. It kind of maps out the coastlines of most of the world. It's incredibly clever, very beautiful. So thank you for that, Christine. Any other week, that could well have been Map of the Week. But so many people sent me this map, which was uh, by Samuel West, which is a flowchart. The actor? I doubt it's actually the actor. Right. Mm. Right. Who, he first tweeted this out. And Laura Stevens was the first person that sent this to me. So you're getting the accolade of sending in Map of the Week, Laura. Though there's about another five people that said, have you seen it, have you seen it, have you seen it? And the answer is yes, 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 yes. But it's super clever. Yeah. What it is, our oh, Harriet, is yeah. a flowchart. Right? Yeah. We're going to play this, right? So, Brilliant. Right? And so basically, you can determine the okay. age of an undated world map by going through this flowchart. How should we do this? If I go Istanbul or Constantinople... Then you've got to give the answer.
4: Uh, what is the answer?
3: It says, Constantinople, neither, or Istanbul. If you look underneath.
4: Do I just guess the answer?
3: Just say whatever you want. But okay. It'll lock, then it'll just take us to the next one.
4: Oh, yeah. Constantinople.
3: Uh, do any <laughs> of these exist? Independent Canada, US Territory of Alaska, or Tokyo? Yeah. yeah. Does South Africa exist?
4: Yeah. yeah.
5: It does.
3: Austria, Hungary?
4: austria and hungary or austria hungary
3: well, well it was one country it's the habsburgs so it doesn't
4: exist anymore no no
3: no it doesn't does leningrad exist
5: you're so oh you're playing at the wrong person <laughs> no all I'm... you have to say is yes or no um <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> well then your map no.
5: no okay it doesn't
3: well then your map oh. Your world map was dated between 1919 oh. and
4: 1923. Oh, that's because I'm so bad at geography. But it does, you don't have to be
3: good at geography. You just go through a series don't of you? questions. Oh. Right. And you answer yes or no because countries disappear yeah, but over know, time. Yeah, no. but you should know
4: the real names for things, shouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> like the Holy Roman Empire doesn't exist anymore.
3: No. Like, and that ended, what, 1805. So, if you see a world map and it's got the Holy Roman Empire, it's before eighteen oh five, and that's see. what this oh, that's thing really interesting. Do- exactly.
5: Oh, okay. So it's not a test. No, it's not, not a test,
4: test at all. How, all you've got what, to do what? is GCSEWB answer you, got?
3: you. Not exactly. Oh, you just okay. answer these oh, simple right. questions, like are the two Germanys.
4: Oh, that I see. Germany was unified
3: in 1990. So if there's two Germanys, it's between 1945 and
4: 1990. Oh, that's so good. Isn't it just? If you've got a map that you don't know the date of it, you can use this.
3: Exactly.
4: Why does it say Albania and then it stops when Albania exists?
3: because albania existed I, I don't know exactly where it is on this but albania would have been what 1912
4: oh oh also because it's come from the other bits yeah exactly
3: kind of so you've got to oh, answer the other really questions clever but it is super Blimey. clever
4: wow Props yeah. to the person
3: that thought of this
4: yeah i'm gonna give this to rufus he loves geography yeah and maps and history and yeah. he loves you
3: he loves you too yeah. <laughs> even and though hopefully he loves his children at-
4: <laughs> he, he, he tests them on capitals because i'm so bad at um capitals and really? countries generally so he bolivia he, so my so bolivia. my kids are really good at capitals bolivia get one of them in here quickly
3: let's, let's... No, they're,
4: they're all asleep
3: <laughs> oh you've only got little kids haven't you yeah they're all asleep <laughs> all right let, let, let's wrap this up then shall we
4: <laughs> oh yeah sorry sorry yes all right no that's re- that is such an interesting map
3: well it's kind of a flow chart but yeah it pertains yeah. to maps oh yeah. so lazy i've done that in the wrong color harriet Carmichael. do you want me
4: to say something
3: now yeah uh wrap up. I'll keep on um
4: keep we're on... both tired yeah Look, we both we know when Ooh. this has come to an end <laughs> <laughs> we both know when it's run out of steam <laughs> say what's in red go okay if you'd like to help keep our little show on the road, there are two ways this can be done. You can donate by hitting the Donate button on the site. Or you can go to patreon.com
3: and give us some of your hard-earned Wonga. Um, remember, folks, to get in contact with us, you can send us a voice message via Speakpipe on our website, or you can call us on 02030313105 to leave us a telephonic message on social media. You can find me where I'm at, Royfield, and you can find me lucy harriet cosmo <laughs> Lu- yokel bear me, lucy v freeman uh, at lucy v freeman no 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 at dum dum that's where we collectively we're all oh. at there harriet right and harriet somebody would like to you know connect with you on social media specifically twitter um, how can
4: they do that um i am uh, at shambridges or at harriet car or at two. lucy v freeman You've got two. Yeah, I have actually. Well, I'm Shambridge's for Archer stuff, and
3: oh, I didn't know that.
4: Yeah, yeah, and Harriet Carr is like what I do.
3: That's where all your serious stuff goes on. That's
4: where my serious <laughs> stuff.
3: <laughs> on Facebook, you can go follow us by typing in Dumdy Dum. And, well, you can like it. You like it on Facebook. You don't follow on Facebook, do you? Well, you and, should have liked it already. Well, but, you know, there's all, every week there's more people that like oh. it, more new people. Oh, so you go, oh, they've just good. discovered it. It's the whole point of saying this stuff oh. at the end, because you're grabbing one or two new listeners. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Brilliant.
3: And um, Yokel Bear and R. Millie Bell um, are the ringmasters there, and they uh, are the masters of the domain, and they do whatever they do over there. And I think and people it's seem so to nice it. that they do it it is
4: Mm. it's amazing it's awesome
3: yeah right Harriet I Mm -hmm. think we're just about done aren't we
5: oh I'm knackered actually (laughs) and
4: I've got to I've got to go and check the new kitten's still alive (laughs) (laughs) because it's been quite a a long time away from it well yes yeah I'm going to have a glass of rosé I know
3: surely it should be a glass of Prosecco after your Prosecco advert all the way through (laughs) the show
4: (laughs) I'm sponsored by Abatsia. <laughs>
3: <laughs> good for you.
4: Uh, uh, also, you uh, need to take the Sarah Smith thing off your picture. I know. Because they don't sponsor you anymore. But I, I think know. it's quite attractive, so maybe she should keep it on there. Still a good company, isn't it? Yeah. Um, we done? Good. Oh, Well, it's really nice to talk to you. And you. It was very funny
3: actually looking at my co-host for a change, even though you couldn't see me because I well, said so my does, camera does just... Lucy not No we, yes, we... can't
4: see your lovely face there
3: No but you can't see me moving around there
4: Cherubic. Does Lucy not um no. do you not do pictures We we,
3: oh. we we don't we don't I think cuz when we started doing this um cuz it chews up bandwidth
8: Oh right, right. okay yeah. but
3: know. your but your audio sounds so good that's why I didn't say anything that's the whole oh, reason okay. why so we we've never done it and then we just got into the habit uh-huh. of of never doing it uh, because you want all the bandwidth to go into the audio, but our audio has been rock solid,
4: so I just thought great.
3: Fun.
4: I mean, I don't know anything about bandwidth, <laughs> but it sounds good to me. <laughs> Listen, you
3: nutter, it's been an absolute pleasure oh, and so nice,
4: And are you back in England for good now? Oh God, no. Oh okay. No, I'm, so you're out, I'm sort of living in
3: in in limbo. So yeah, yeah I'm just oh. sor- sorting out my uh, visa so I can just never ever ah. have to come back.
6: Great! Right.
4: So you can live under Trump.
3: Well, hmm, Brilliant. I know, yeah.
0: Oh. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times.